Alright, and everyone, welcome back to the third edition of the Full Mount Podcast, starring your host, Brandon Music, MMA expert, talent creator, and lawyer extraordinaire. We've had some big news, some big development this week with the greatest fighter from the city of Montreal, not technically, named GSP, George St. Pierre, one of the greatest welterweight champs of all time, one of the greatest MMA artists of all time, because that's right, when he gets in the octagon, when he gets in that cage, everything you want, everything you could imagine, everything you would want to possibly be, he does. Ladies and gentlemen, early this week, Mr. George St. Pierre, after having not fought since Madison Square Garden at UFC 217 when he captured the middleweight championship from one Michael the Count Bisping via third round submission, his first stoppage win in years, his first fight since a split decision victory over Johnny Hendricks in November of 2013 when he said in the ring after being interviewed by Joe Rogan, ah, I think I'm going to take uh, some time off, uh, get my mind right, get everything right. He came back nearly four years, almost 1,600 days. He captured the title from Bisping and now... Approximately 15 months later, he held a press conference and said, despite his best efforts to secure a fight with the Eagle, Khabib Nurmagomedov, they fell through, and he is officially announcing his retirement from the sport of mixed martial arts. Now, a couple of questions come from this. The question is, if a man's really retiring... Why is he just now trying to negotiate a fight against arguably the greatest mixed martial artist of all time, Khabib Nurmagomedov, the lightweight champion in the UFC, 26-0, 11-0 in the UFC, one of the few unblemished records in the entire history of the sport to face the level of competition that he has. <clears throat> The one thing that GSP will always tell you is that legacy, legacy is what I fight for. I do not fight for defending the title. I, uh, I am secure in who I am. I will fight for legacies against a tough opponent. I guess a very good fighter like Khabib Namagomedov. That is why I want to fight for my legacy. He would have attempted to become not just the welterweight champion, not just the middleweight champion, but then to cut down to 155 after having last fought at 185 to try and become the lightweight champion. And after this news of the retirement, Khabib went to social media and said, No, GSP, stop what you're doing. Stop the presses. Wherever you need to fight, I will make your legacy. 
I will fight you 155 pounds. I will fight you at 160 pounds. Because inshallah, I am the best lightweight of all time. I am the best fighter of all time. You say John Jones at 22-1-1 and one and one is the best fighter of all time. I say no, it is not John Jones. You may say Anderson Silva, the former middleweight champ, had the belt from 2006 to 2013 with a 16-fight UFC winning streak. The former record of most consecutive title defenses at around 10 Surpassing GSP's consecutive of nine. Only barely being beat by Mighty Mouse Demetrius Johnson. I say no, he is not the best. Not of them the best. And you may say, perhaps it is Mighty Mouse, the man who took the 125 pound men's flyweight division and put it on his back. And went from finishing man after man to going from a suplex to a flying armbar submission. One of the greatest endings in a fight stoppage in UFC championship fight history. No one else has ever done that move. Khabib will tell you, no, these are not the greatest people in the fight game. The greatest person in the fight game, inshallah. Let's meet Khabib, the Eagle, Nurmagomedov. You wanted your champ, Conor McGregor, he's out. He's done. You thought you could beat me with Raging Outlier Quinta? Well, the Rage is out. He's gone. He's happy. He's done. You thought you could beat me with Rafael Dos Anjos back in my young days, back in the Honda Acura days? No, Adier's out. He's done. You think you could get me with Tony Ferguson? No, he's out with an injury. He's done. You think anyone could beat me? No, they're out. They're done. You thought you could get a knockout artist with the kicks heard around the world? Edison Barboza? No, he's out. He's done. And I sit here, and I tell you what I want. I want a chance to prove myself against somebody who has a claim to number two, George St. Pierre, the greatest welterweight champion of all time. But he is not the greatest lightweight of all time. For I'm the greatest lightweight of all time, inshallah. For I'm the greatest mixed martial artist of all time. When I take you down, you do not get up. When I want to fight, I say three words. Just send location. I said, Khabib, I wanted you. Words from GSP. Khabib, back to GSP. I wanted you to. Who stopped the fight from happening? Well, folks, it's very simple. The UFC stopped it from happening. You ain't got to say, yeah. My UFC, why do you not want me to be a fighter? Legacy fight against Khabib. You make so much money, me a pay-per-view vice. I can do that for you. I will let Khabib do that for you. You don't have Connor right now. Connor is suspended. But I will come back against Khabib. Give you one million pay-per-view buys. That's what he told the UFC. And the UFC said... 
George. You retired without saying so in 2013. And how long did you hold up the welterweight division when they were going to answer, who is the greatest champion in welterweight history? It's taken us five years to get an answer. And that answer is Tyron Woodley, the chosen one who you will refuse to fight. We brought you back and allowed you to jump up a level to the middleweight division. And in the middleweight division, we said you could jump the queue, you could jump all the way to the front of the line, and you could battle the champion. How would that be? You could battle for the 185-pound champ. The only question is, is if you come back, you have to be all the way back, George St. Pierre. You have to be willing to sign on the dotted line that you will defend the 185-pound title because this is a sport, mixed martial arts, where it's bigger than one man, where it's bigger than one woman. This mixed martial arts sport is about the game. And the game cannot have its titles and its divisions be held up by one man because he doesn't know when he's going to fight next. So you have to sign on that dotted line, George. You have to put your pen to paper. You have to put your word, your lips as your bond. You have to seal it with a kiss. You have to seal it in ink as though it's written in blood. You have to be willing to defend that strap against the next upcoming contender. Lo, with the future hold that it would come to be one Robert Whitaker after defeating Joel Romero. But we granted you the title shots and you were victorious against the Counts. But then, within a matter of days, you surrendered the belt back to the Ultimate Fighting Championship. That contract you signed, that word, your bond, it's nothing, it's gone! It's all on you, GSP. But I want that legacy fight, and uh, I, I had uh, intestinal colonitis condition, making me not to be able to keep on extra weights. I could not fight Robert Whitaker. Very tough opponent. Uh, he would defeat me because of his size. The thing is, the UFC said, you have to be a man of your word. And you are not a man of your word. Now you want us to give us the blessing on a fight against the greatest fighter, the greatest lightweight champion, the only undefeated member of the lightweight division, Khabib the Eagle. Nurmagomedov, you want that blessing? You want that fight? You haven't earned that fight. So we're denying you. As a man who didn't keep his word the first time, the UFC cannot trust him to keep his word his second time because they granted the fight. And then, inshallah, by miracle, Khabib loses and GSP wins. GSP wouldn't defend the title against perhaps Conor McGregor, perhaps Tony Ferguson, who will he ever get a shot? The man's been passed over more than the ugliest person in our line for a prom date. He will not, because past is indicative of future performance. You can assume that humans encourage and intend the natural probabilistic consequences of their actions. And with GSP, I mean a man will fight once and he would win 
and then he would walk away. He would fight and then vacate. He did it after Johnny Hendricks, and he did it after Michael Bisping. And that's why the UFC know. That's why they said, ah, it's not just a no, it's a hell no. It's in the contract for breaking your word. So the word of the day for GSP, ladies and gentlemen, was no. And compound by this, consumed by this, knowing that I want that one legacy, a one shot, one opportunity against Khabib. He could not get it. He made the decision that he would retire until he get it. So like the UFC predicted, he quit again. He fought and then he left. Unlike hardly any champion in history. But where does GSP rank in all time for fighters? We've talked about John Jones. A man who only has one blemish on his record besides a couple little suspensions from steroids or performance enhancers. You've got Anderson Silva who has the same. And then you've got Fedor Emelianenko, a man who for almost a decade and 30 fights at the heavyweight level did not lose. But a man who never fought in the UFC a man who never fought the likes of Cain Velasquez. A man who never fought the likes of Junior Dos Santos. A man who never fought Uberim. A man who never fought the likes of Brock Lesnar. A man who would never fight the likes of Francis Ngannou. A man who would never fight the likes of Derek Lewis. A man who's never fought the likes against Alexander Volkov. A man who's never fought the likes of Curtis Blades. He cannot be the greatest. Then you have Demetrius Johnson, a man who was undefeated and never lost until he lost to Henry Cejudo when it came to title defenses. And Henry Cejudo, the Olympic gold medal winning wrestler from 2008, said, I will be the greatest. And then I beat TJ Dillashaw and Seth Fesley defending my title. But I've only defended it once. If I've only defended it once, I am not the greatest of all time. And then GSP, I fought for nearly a decade as the welterweight champion. Nine successful defenses. Every loss I have, I got my revenge. Matt Sarah, I got slept. Come back against Matt Sarah. I slept him. I was a man who without wrestling training took to the odd and loved the game. From a natural martial arts background, I added wrestling to my game. And became the greatest mixed martial artist wrestler of all time. Early in my career, I lost against Matt Hughes by armbar at the very end of the first round. At 4 minutes and 59 seconds into the first round. And I got my revenge against Mr. Hughes. And beat him to get back the welterweight title. Unlike anyone else, anyone else who's ever lost to, I've avenged my losses and proved that I am, without a doubt, the better fighter. That Matt Sarah is not better than me. That Matt Hughes is not better than me. That admittedly I have a problem with people named Matt and the Octagon. But that does not mean I do not get my revenge. 
because in fact I did get my revenge. I did in fact win. And so that, ladies and gentlemen, is where GSP is. At the end of the day, he is the second greatest fighter of all time. Near the top in consecutive title defenses and arguably the second tough division of all time. The second toughest of all time. The welterweight division. That is toughest beyond only the light heavyweight division. A thing that for 20 years has been stacked with some of the greatest fighters and Hall of Famers in UFC history. Tito Ortiz, Chuck Liddell, Quentin Rampage Jackson, Sugar Rashad Evans, Daniel D.C. Cormier. Just to name a few off the top of my head. Frank Shamrock is another. Vanderlei Silva is another. Dan the H-Bomb, Hendo Henderson, another all Hall of Fame fighters in the UFC light heavyweight division. Glover Teixeira, another great fighter. Anthony Rumble Johnson, another great fighter. And yet they all are Hall of Fame material, all in the conversation among the best of all time. They all pale in comparison to John Bones Jones. Six foot four, 205 pounds, 84 and one half inch reach. The largest reach in the history of the game. The man stands six foot four, tall for the division, lengthy for the division. A man with a wrestling pedigree and background who chains, trains out with Jackson Wink, some of the greatest fighters of all time from that gym. A man who is an athletic genius. A man whose brother's playing the NFL, showing that he has got the athletic talents and gifts, and a man with the mind to put it all together. A man that any time he's had a rematch has dominated the opponent, who he even beat beforehand. A man who beat one of the best and only dual champs in UFC history, and the only one to ever defend as a dual champ. Daniel D.C. Cormier, beating four rounds to one in the first decision, and in the rematch, slept him with a kick to the side of the head. No one has ever done that to Daniel D.C. Cormier. The only man to ever beat D.C., and he beat him twice. Now you might not see the second one on the record books because of a little thing we like to call performance enhancers and self-inflicted mistakes. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the problem with John Jones. John Jones, for every two steps forward, he stabs himself in the back and has to spend a month or a year in the hospital recuperating. Since 2015, the man has fought just about as much as cardio at sea level came. And that man is injured more than a broken record.
but not one steroid suspension 2017 and not one from 2016 he had two together and it comes back and destroys Alexander Gustafson takes him out in the third round like it's nothing and people were thinking there's no way that you can beat Gustafson he nearly beat you the first time some thought he did the man didn't train for that fight and still won the man does spinning elbows, flying knees, uses his reach, fights, does kicks to the oblique like hardly anyone else in the game, and does it successfully. Ladies and gentlemen, my friends, when it comes to his record, his title defenses, he's right up there with GSP and Silva and Demetrius Johnson. And when it comes time to talent on a game, no one beats John Jones. When it comes time for the talent that he beat, nobody beats John Jones. You can make an argument that Daniel Cormier is number two all time. Well, guess who's number one then? It's John Jones, baby. You can do the math. You can do the homework, man. And you know it's he. He's the duct tape bandit, baby. That's just who he is. So GSP... Top five, no doubt. But John Jones is better. His talent's better. His wrestling's better. His striking's better. He's more unique. He's got a story. He's got the following. He's got the passion. He's got the talent and the skill and the record online to prove it. And that's what makes John Jones the greatest of all time. And he's going to prove it on March 2nd. On March 8th, whenever the hell it is, at USC 235 against former middleweight Anthony the Lionheart Smith. Well, guess what? You may have the heart of a lion, but John Jones will tame that beast. So, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard the news of the week. John Jones headlining UFC 235. GSP retiring and now headlining the next episode preview in Russia it will be Alexander Volkov versus Alistair Overeem and what a great way to end the podcast after hearing who is the best and who is the worst is it GSP or is it JBJ or is it the spider the answer my friends, is in the pudding. John Jones, John Bones Jones, is the greatest of all time. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you later.